Are you the kind of gal who's not interested in how things used to be in the hair industry, who wants to hear from ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga, and join me as I interview and learn and get curious about other hairstylists I believe are living life on their own terms, defining what success means for them and living lives in alignment with that. Let's dive in. All right, guys. So today I want to talk about sitting with stillness because something that I think is really hard. And I find myself, you know, whenever I like vision board or look at Pinterest, I'm always like drawn to serene, like interior design. I'm drawn to just like simplicity and what I think is so relaxing and still and calm and like maybe even just like a water picture on, you know, photograph on someone's wall. But I think that sometimes I distract myself with that stuff instead of really feeling my feelings, feeling what's coming up for me. And, you know, one thing that I have been thinking about a lot lately is like the void that a lot, a lot of us feel in our lives, um, having lost my best friend, companion Capone, my angel dog, I find myself catching myself, trying to fill the void or trying to distract myself from sitting with the feelings that come up for me. It's like, you know, people drink or people do drugs or people online shop. I find myself doing whatever like vice I have. Um, one of it, one of those things that involves just looking at puppies and dogs and rescues. And I find myself spending time distracting myself from feeling the things that I need to feel. I think I don't, I I don't even know that I'm doing it, but I've started to catch myself and go, you're doing it again. You're doing it again. You are not sitting with what is. And instead you're spending your time like, I don't know, imagining a different present moment. And the reality is that none of these things, none of these beautiful animals are going to solve or fill that void or take away the loss. And I think so many of us so often um, try and find our easy button out of feeling what is intended for us to feel. And I don't know, I just wanted to share that like my go-to moves lately of just what I find myself, instead of being sad, instead of facing the reality of a loss or um, the reality of a situation and our part in it or the um, just the realities of what needs to happen in our life, I think we all have an equivalent of online puppy shopping. That's just my uh, drug of choice right now. But I I think we all have something 
And maybe it's you like looking at real estate somewhere you want to move, or maybe it's, you know, you online shopping for clothes, putting them in your cart, but not buying them. And it's not to say that any of these things are, are bad. I just said putting them in your cart, not buying them because, you know, that'd be a better way to do it. But I think if we're really honest, it's a coping mechanism for something we need to feel. And I don't know, I think we all kind of know deep down, you know, I'm reading this book about like healing and it was given to me by, by my friend Don Bradley and it said something in it that I was like, oh man, that's so true and so hard to hear um, about, you know, when you are blindsided in life or when you have something that happens that you're like, I, I was duped or I was tricked and some, you know, it was saying that there's no way to lie. Like you've always known, you've known, you've known if something wasn't good for you, you've known if a relationship was not meant to be one that you were supposed to be in long-term, you, you might've told yourself a story, but you've known. And I found that really sobering to read because I can look back at things and be like, no, but I didn't know. I didn't know. And I'm like, oh shit. Because if we, if that's true, then we can't be these victims of our circumstances. And that's inconvenient as fuck because being a victim, it, it's, it's kind of cushy cozy. You know, we don't have to take a lot of ownership. We get to, we get to be, you know, blindsided and being blindsided is so like, it's so comforting as opposed to, I don't know, recognizing your role, your part in things. And, um, yeah, it really struck me because I I also do think, you know, from my therapist would say that your mind has an ability to protect you from itself, yourself. So like, I do believe that you can not know about something or can be tricking your mind into not seeing things. I think that's real. But I loved how she worded it in the book of like, you've never been able to lie to yourself. You've always deep down known. And that doesn't mean that your mind doesn't play tricks on you. It doesn't mean that you're in a place where you're not able to sit with what is. And so your mind creates an elaborate story Um, because you're not ready to process it. I think that's all real. But I just loved how this book talks about you've always known. You've always known if something wasn't for you. You've always known. And I think what's so cool about it and what gives me so much peace in reading it is it makes us the owners of our lives. It makes us no longer able to act like everyone else had so much power because I know I found myself telling stories of how like I've been tricked or whatever. I had an epiphany the other day when I was walking by an old long lost friend's apartment and I was thinking to myself, holy shit, because I've told myself a story about this person. I've told myself this sob story of how I was mistreated. But I had this just inner knowing, kind of like the book says, uh, about just always knowing. 
I had this thought I saw it, said to myself, you used her too. And I was like, oh my God, I did. And I think it's so interesting when we get slow, we slow down and we kind of stop protecting ourselves with these elaborate stories of the roles people have had in our lives and the significance that they've had, because like we give a lot of people a lot of power that's not necessarily real. And I, I just had this sobering moment of just like, you did, you used that person. You used that person as much as they used you because you were broken. You didn't want to sit with yourself. You didn't want to stand in all your power. You didn't want to show up in a way that would have put more skin in the game for you. So call it what you want to call it, but you 100% use that person. And I was just like, like standing there with my stroller, looking at myself, just like, how, how is this conversation happening right now with myself? And it just was, it was just this inner knowing of like, that's what happened. But I was not in a position to see that or hear that. Surely not from myself for years. So I share that with you to say, our awakenings don't happen overnight. There's still a lot that I am not ready to hear, so I haven't heard yet. But I think that there's a lot more that we actually do know. And um, yeah, like I, I found myself, you know, when I was doing my my dog searching, um, I, I just had this inner kind of knowing that said, this isn't going to take away your loss. This isn't going to um, solve the problem that you seek to solve, what it's going to do is create more chaos in a life that you're just getting under control with having a baby and all this stuff. So that this feeling, the thing you're seeking, you're not going to get from attaining that, that pet or, and you're not even, you're not going to solve the real issue. You might band-aid it for a minute. You might distract yourself with a puppy, but your real, your real work here, Lindsay and my real work is to sit with the sadness of the loss that I've faced and continue to face. So it's, it's just, I think it's just getting really aware of, oh, this, I'm doing it again. And like, even last night I was showing a pic, my, my husband a picture of a dog and he, I was like, what did you think of this dog? He's like, he's cute. And I was like, yeah, yeah, he's one and he, he's good with kids. And it's just like, I'm doing it again. I think just being aware of it, knowing what's come, what, what's actually at play. Um, and yeah, I guess I feel like for me, it's challenging. Like when I'm doing these things, getting really going, oh, like what is this that I'm doing? And what is it that I'm not willing to sit with? And oftentimes it's, it's grief and sadness. And yeah, I think it's just being okay with the stuff in life that's not like got a bow on top and Instagram appropriate. And I was even thinking the other day, I'm like, wow, like most people don't like know like how sad I still am. And I think that we can all relate to having something in our lives that, you know, people show up for or don't show up for, but like maybe they know about the initial loss of something or the initial heartbreak of a diagnosis or the initial something. And then, you know, we all get back to living. And I, I think that's what's hard about being human. 
is that it's like you sent the card, you said condolences, you did the thing. It's like, all right. And like life moves so fast. But I think when you're in a season of having lost something or sitting with the sadness of something, it doesn't move fast. And it's like, you know, people are, you know, like you can see that like life moves on for people, but I don't think we do a very good job of like, you know, recognizing that someone's pain is going to be something that they have to sit with for an extended period of time. I think um, life's not really set up to, society hasn't really set it up to, to show up for people beyond the initial moment. And I I don't know, I think it's just being kind to yourself because, you know, like losses are, are things that you kind of have, like, you know, like you lose someone or you lose something and there's a million little losses, you know, like, oh, like the first this, the first that. So I don't know what you're walking through, but I know, you know, someone going through something. And if it's not you, enjoy the season you're in. Kumbaya, more power to you. Because we all have times in our lives that are awesome and we shouldn't feel bad about that. But if you are walking through something that's feeling like a challenge, feeling like uh, it's growing you, I not feel like it right now, but it is. And it's softening you and it's making you a kinder, better person. I know that my losses have all done that to me, but I've also made a choice to have them do that because we've all seen those, those people that didn't. So have a wave-making day and I'll talk to you soon. <laughs>